podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. I'm Jesper de Jong. I'm Henry Laksa. I am Francisco Segundolo. And you're listening to the Game to Love Podcast. Welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are. We're in Madrid. It's the big one. And we've got some massive, massive superstars in this draw. Let me tell you, it almost seems like an age. It could have been years since we saw the names of like of Nadal, Djokovic in the same tournament. Well, guess what? They're in this one. And that's why I'm so hyped. I bet you are too, JG, aren't you? I can't wait. Can't wait to see Rafa back in action since the injury in Indian Wells. But before we get into reacting to the Madrid draw, just a word from our video sponsor. I want to give a big shout out to today's video sponsor, Tennis Clash, a free mobile player v player tennis sports game with super high end graphics and a pure fun playing experience. It's free to play and available for Android and iOS. The game is a massive worldwide hit with more than 60 million players worldwide and almost 1 million active users per day. Check out the crazy high number of ratings and high score in the App Store. And the best thing about this game is you can play your friends at it. Just link it to your Facebook, go to the friends section and then start playing. This year's Tennis Clash is officially collaborated with the Roland Garros Tournament and they will launch special in-game tournaments with amazing prizes. Two paid expense trips. Yes, two paid expense trips to Paris and 5K in Euros prize to the grand final winner. And that can be yours. Make sure, in order to enter, download the app for free from the links in the description box uh, it supports the channel and you have the chance to win the grand prize. The game itself is super easy to play. The power is in your fingertips. And all you have to do to fire the ball is to swipe the screen. And to run around, tap left or tap right. If you're getting a little bit bored with your character on the game, it doesn't matter. Because there are many characters to choose from on there. And you can upgrade all of them and they all have different attributes. You could go out on court with all the hottest new equipment and take on your opposition. So if you want to play this game, make sure use the link in the description, download Tennis Clash, and you will be in for the chance to win two paid expense trips to Paris and 5,000 euros. Ah, there you go. Word from our sponsor. Great game. Me and Ben have been playing. Uh, ben yet to beat me so far, but you come bit you come closer on the last one. Yeah, I try my best, but I feel that you have more practice than what I do. Maybe it's my old fingers, you know. Uh, have to try and uh, do some exercises before I start using the mobile phone these days. You know how it is. <laughs> no, it is it is generally a really fun game. Recommend downloading it. Use the link in the description. It's also pinned in the comments. But let's continue with the video. This is a Madrid Open draw reaction. And there's two very special players playing in this one for the first time in some time, Ben. Yes. I uh, don't know if anybody has ever heard of these players before. Uh, they were last seen uh, at Roland Garros. 
Uh, do you know these two? Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal are their names. Yes, of course. Novak Djokovic, Rafa playing so many times before in the past. Of course, their last meeting being that semi-final incredible mammoth match uh, at Roland Garros, which Djokovic was able to come through in the end. But listen, I thought uh, Rafa had a bit of a foot injury on the day and that was a big factor. Um, I know everyone's going to call me a crybaby Rafa fan, but of course it did play a part. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, the the less said about that, the better. Let's not open up a can of worms on another Rafa injury and another reason for a defeat. But yeah, if they are to meet, it is going to be on the semi-final. And we have another man in that same section as well, or the same half, Carlos Alcaraz. So it's a very stacked side of the draw. And we're going to be talking about that in depth in a minute when we go through the whole draw. Uh, Let's move on to the next one. Territorio Masters 1000, Nadal, Djokovic. Uh, you can see here 36 and 37 Masters titles. Nadal looking to equal Djokovic's record. I feel like they're always so neck and neck. One one equals and the other goes one in front. Nadal yeah. did have the record for some time. Djokovic has been storming back though. And he's been winning more in the recent years. Um, with this one though, I would put Rafa as more of a favourite. Um, but we don't really know because he's coming back for an injury. Djokovic coming back from his time off with not playing because of the vaccine uh, hasn't looked great at all. Recently losing in Belgrade in the final. He did yeah. have some better results in Belgrade. And you think he is getting slightly better. Sort of Monte Carlo is here. He's then gone up another level in Belgrade. Is he going to find another level yet again in Madrid? You'd think so, knowing Novak Djokovic, which could make it even more of an exciting uh, challenge this year. Yeah, I think it will be a more exciting one. For me, it's the air of uh, the unpredictable uh, in this tournament. We've got the the likes of great youngsters coming through, but we also have these, well, legends of the game, so to speak, who aren't really fully fit or at the top of their game yet. So it's going to be a nice mix, and maybe it will level the playing field a little bit with the rest of the people on the tour. And they might fancy their chances, like Rublev. Uh, managed to take yeah. out Novak in that final. Rafa's just coming back. You saw how close Carlos Alcaraz took him uh, in that Indian Wells match. I mean, it was windy, but still, three sets. He's getting closer every time he plays him. Yeah, and with Madrid, we know it does favour a big server. Um, Zverev won it last year. Mm. Sabah won it on the women's. Sabah's out. Does that mean Zverev's going to go out? Do you look at Zverev as a big contender? Well, He's not been know. in the form, is he? He's had a terrible 2022. After previous that, well, champion, he's not really looked great this year. Well, I want that's what I wanted to say. I, there was part of me when he should have been suspended, I didn't want him to go far in tournaments, and it's some sort it's sort of transpired that he hasn't it's really done well. And, yeah, that's what I think. And there was part of me not wanting I had him to win my bracket, but I wasn't that disappointed that he wasn't able to go that far, to be honest, because I'm quite happy that a new youngster managed to go through and is playing incredibly. Holger Rune absolutely battered Rusevori earlier on. I think it was Love and Two in uh, that that match earlier. That's crazy because Rusevori is quality and to do that to him uh, is impressive. Yeah, another one to watch. But the big thing what everyone's talking about... um, is not just these three, funny enough, Alcaraz, Nadal, Djokovic. That is a big story. They're all being on one, one half. But yeah. I would want to just say, go into a bit deeper detail on just that half in general. It does seem a bit overkill. Uh, the draw is not very well balanced, in my opinion. And yeah, bringing it up here, you can see 
Novak Djokovic here. You've got Gamino Valero, top play. You've got Grand Slam champions, Dominic Team, Andy Murray. Granted, neither of them in great form, but still top players. Shapovalov, Borna Toric is a protected ranking player. Batista Agut is not a seed. I mean, you've got Fakina just beating Djokovic at Monte Carlo. It's the who's who. Casper yeah. Rude's in here as well. I know he's not playing great on the clay and was great in sort of on the hard courts this year. Yeah. And just going down, you can just see even how more like how stacked it is. Aslan Karatsev, Van der Zanslup, Cam Norrie, yeah. Basiasvili, Isna, Fanini. I mean, it is just ridiculous. It's... This side is it's it's amazing. The, it's, I would say it's the side of death. I don't I don't see a weakness at all. There's so many, isn't there, in there? I mean, even Probably the weakest people in Me this field. Me and Mia Kazmanovic, I've not even mentioned him. I know, like, he's I the most, one of the most, more, most informed players. It just seems all of the unseeded players on this half of the draw are world beaters. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if most of the, any of these could win it. If Mia and Mia Kazmanovic won Madrid, would you be that shocked? No. Well, have a look at the ones who the people you would say, oh, they're probably not the best people in this side of the, the draw. You've got someone like a Bublik and an Isner, and it's for big servers here as well. So you've got to remember, this isn't good for anyone. Van der Zandstrup just completely wrecked Kasper Ruud earlier on uh, in straight sets. So this is this side of the draw. Norrie, I think, is going to have a tough time in this yep. uh, section. I'm not going to lie. I think Booster as well. Another one who's going to, a seed yeah. who's going to have a really tough time. The The draw on this side is really stacked let's start with the first quarter yeah. and you can see uh Djokovic head in the section Casper Ruud at the bottom yeah and another stat from this side of the draw there's 45 grand slams with only one slam on the other side and well I can sure you can guess who makes up the numbers you've got 21 slams Rafael Nadal 20 slams Novak Djokovic three slams Andy Murray and of course the sort of forgotten so at times Dominic team with that US Open yeah, and I think Andy Murray will probably be uh, licking his lips right now. No better time to play Dominic yeah, team rude. than right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Andy Murray could have had a lot worse draw in this. Uh, Dominic team might be thinking the same, though. You could have thought I could have had anyone else. I've got Murray, who hasn't really done a lot this year so far. So both of them will probably be going uh, hammer and tong, probably try and wipe each other out. And no one will probably have any gas left for the next round, probably. And then you've got potentially Denis Shapovalov, who on his day can wipe the court with anybody. So I think the Madrid courts could really suit him as well. Uh, yeah. Just a point on Novak. If he is able to win his first match, either against Valero or Monfils, he will remain as world number one. So some extra incentive there. Um, just looking at this whole section, if I had to pick a name who could surprise some people, um, I think, listen, you're going to call me crazy. Jamino Valero, if he beats Monfils, watch out Novak Djokovic. He's going to have to bring his best tennis in Spain. I know it's a massive ask as a massive. wild card. And he's a level, he's a level of, well, a few levels below. But he's a really exciting talent. I'm interested to see how he pushes Novak, who's, who, well, we know in the past, doesn't start a tournament very well. We saw him drop a set in Wimbledon to Jack Draper. He does, he can have the tendency to struggle. And Draper was a wild card. Could the same happen in Spain with Valero? Let's wait and see. If I'm going to pick one name, though, no, it's always the same man for me. Batista Agut, Casper Ruud not playing great on the clay court. Um, watch out for Agut. Could easily head this section. 
Yeah, for me, I think it's a, a bit of a stretch. I would love to see Jamino Valero go through. I think it, Monfils is a real tough first round match. Uh, I'd be proud if he gets through one round, Jamino Valero, but I'm not expecting much from him. Uh, there could just be like a, a shock Shapo tournament or something here. Who knows? If he gets through, I think Djokovic won't want to play Shapo. We saw what he did to Zverev, knocking yeah. him out in straight sets uh, in the Grand Slam. So. He's just somebody who's when he's in form, you want to avoid him Great, as much yeah. as possible. So moving down to uh, the next section, as you can see, Rafa heading up this the uh, Spanish, this little... the Spanish section. We've got it's Busta, Rafa, and Alcaraz. I don't like it for him either because if Ketsmanovic gets who, through Nadal, yeah, if Ketsmanovic gets through Bubik, that's the match I want to be seeing. Ketsmanovic Nadal, that sounds like prime time. Look how close. Alcaraz, I don't know the sound of and it. Ketsmanovic was. I think it would be a great match, but I would prefer Nadal to have a match before that, really, to warm up for Ketsmanovic because Ketsmanovic has been, boy, well, he's on fire, isn't he? Like, I mean, <sighs> I don't know what's happened to him. So like turned into a completely different player this year, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. See what he did yeah. to Bash earlier. Just bashed him all up. He seven <laughs> seven six six two. See, like the, that was the reigning champ, wasn't it? Yeah. Gone. See ya. Well, it's amazing, mate, of what he's been doing this year. And I look forward to seeing a competitive match should he meet Nadal. Well, we, we, we were saying that before he played Djokovic and ended up, he did, he, Djokovic managed to find enough to come through. Yeah. Uh, played some really good tennis on the day. If Nadal's fit, he can do it still. I just, listen, you don't ever write Rafa Nadal off. The goat of tennis, in my opinion. I think he's making a real claim for that title at the moment. And he's just had a phenomenal year. Let's not look at just the one loss he's had recently, what ended his winning streak. People need to remember before that, he was on a crazy run. Yeah. Of, what was it, 20 odd matches? Yeah, about that. Yeah. And obviously, so, he was struggling with a bit of an injury, ended up uh, having there. So Taylor Fritz was well worth the win, though. You've got to give him credit because. You don't go and win a Masters without playing exceptional tennis. Yeah. So, well, Sorry, with regards to Carlos Alcaraz at the bottom, because we can't mm. forget about him, I would say yeah. his quarter is marginally easier. Um, but then once, well, I say quarter, this is the whole quarter. I mean, his, not quarter, his eighth is, an, yeah. is marginally easier. Um, however, it does look like we could potentially be looking at another Alcaraz Nadal special yeah. This time in Madrid, um, I think it means claim. even more being in Spain in sort of Madrid with them too. Uh, we know Rafa supports Real Madrid as well. Not sure Alcaraz who he supports, but I just think it's going to be mesmerising. It's one where it could be a record stream on Game to Love. I think a lot of people want to tune in to see them two battling out in Spain. And listen, I actually fancy Alcaraz to be able to beat him this time. I have a really strange feeling about it. Can't quite put my finger on it. I just am worried about Nadal's. It's just such a tough section. And then, well, if he is able to get through that, he's going to probably be rewarded with someone like Novak Djokovic in the semi final. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like the fact that we're back on the clay, but it's more like a hardcore version of the clay this time. Obviously, he did really well against him in Indian Wells. Now we're sort of transferred over onto like the clay, but it's probably suiting more the hard court style players and Alcaraz I can't wait to see how he performs at this event I think this may suit him down to the ground uh Madrid I really hope so as well yeah. if he can meet Rafa 
I think oh, I'm in dreamland. I just I want to see another one of that, those matches. His match against him last time was astonishing. Like you just see him grow when he plays Rafa each time. The respect for it that he has for him is like admirable. But you saw there there was a little bit less of the respect last time and more belief in that he could actually beat Nadal if he really, really just like got the, a little bit of luck here and there and just had a little bit more drive. And I think there's still, you said, there's elements of like, I don't know, admiration you can yeah. still see on the court. And I think once that's That could gone, be the letdown. That could be the letdown. But in terms of ability-wise and with Rafa just sort of finding himself back in, what's his first matches on the clay again, mm. just maybe a little bit rusty. Everything is pointing towards Alcaraz potentially causing... Was it an upset? Uh, potentially beating Rafa for the first time. Um, but anyway, another player I want to mention, I know we've been doing this on all of the little quarters, is an unseeded player who can go far. It's not Aslan Karatsev this year, unfortunately. He's not playing well, well enough. It's going to be van der Zanslup. Yep. Absolutely demolished uh, Kasper Ruud today on the clay courts. Who's to say he can't maybe even beat Rafael Nadal? I mean, he's that good, van der Zanslup, at the moment. And he's in a good vein of form. He's the one for me to watch out from this section. There is one thing uh, probably to be a little bit concerned about because the deeper he goes uh, into the Munich draw, that's true, the yeah. closer he gets Good to the point, final. Yeah. yeah, So that's the one thing to look out for with some yeah. of these players who are playing really well at the moment. Kitsmanovic Same with Kitsmanovic as well, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You got it. They're both in this same part. And that could maybe do Rafa some favours, yeah. if anything. Come He's up, had a lot of favours, let's be honest. All the, every single time <laughs> we do a route to the final for Rafa on the down, we go for all of the players he could face. He's never faced any of them. Um, and while we're talking about the route to the final, let's have a look at a few of them. Um, we'll do Djokovic's one first. I think we forgot to do that. So we've got Djokovic here. Uh, Monfils could be Jimena Valera, hopefully. Uh, Chapeau Murray or team, Rude or Herkaj quarterfinal, semi final of Nadal or Alcaraz, and a final of Zverev, Sissipas or Rublev. Um, mm. And looking at Rafael Nadal's. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting, that one. There we go. We have Miamir Kazmanovic or Bublik, PCB Karatsev, Van der Zanslup. I don't feel like Karatsev's going to be there anymore. Mm. Quarterfinal of Alcaraz or Nori. Maybe not Nori, too. Uh, mm. semi-final Djokovic or Rude and a final of Zverev Sissipas or Rublev. Cheers, Oli, for these as well. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. there he is. Oli Baton. And the <laughs> final one is Carlos Alcaraz. So we've got here Fanini or Basas Philly in the second round. Third round of Nori, Isnar Krajinovic. Quarter-final of Nadal Kezmanovic and a semi-final of Djokovic or Rude uh, and then Zverev Sissipas or Rublev in the final. <laughs> doesn't get any easier does it so it's quite I mean, it's, it's probably it's, better than Rafa and um slightly slightly better marginally yeah. it's not there's much part of it. me that thinks so go back to Rafa's one uh there's part of me that thinks that well, I mean that's just shocking I'm but, sorry like let that me pose that well let me pose this to you for Rafa. well let's let me pose this to you then if you think it's terrible then that just going back to literally what I just said a second ago so we've got these two uh, uh, well, Ketsmanovic, Van der Zanschlup, they're playing each other in the semi-finals in Munich. Uh, one of them's going to definitely go to the final. That's for sure. So there's, yeah. so that's if true. let's say it's Ketsmanovic, that's going to be his first opponent. He might drop out. He might drop out the tournament. He might. I don't drop think out. he's dropping out. You don't. Grid, one though. of these might drop out though. 
So you never know. Like they might. I think they'll drop out, but I think they could be a little bit fatigued. I don't doubt that. Never sent. What did we do the podcast on earlier? uh, Well, a few weeks ago. So many withdrawals. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more withdrawals. Good point. Good point. Yeah. This is the thing, and I think if that's the case. Maybe you'll get like a lucky loser to play. Or maybe then he'll warm up a bit. Then he'll Listen, have Alcaraz. Ben, I'm loving this. I'm loving your new Rafa vibe these days. You're just, you're all part of the Rafa train. And Who knows, uh, I'm all uh, for it. You just I want mean, a nice draw for Rafa. So you can be vamos in all your way to the final. I remember all of the other draws and what happened. I remember that draw preview you did on uh, for Rafa's route. And, he, and you had to play one of them, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think any of them. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. let's get let's get back to the draw, and we're going to move over now to the other side of the draw. Um, and on the other side, we're going to start off with the Andre Rublev quarter, Ooh, um, yeah. or you could call it the sister pass one. But I think Rublev at the moment has been on hot form. Yes, um, actually, both of them have really. You got sister pass one Monte Carlo, Rublev one Belgrade, the two champions. Diego Schwartzman recently pulled out um, of Estoril, I believe. Yep. I think that is more of a precaution and the fact that he's saving himself from Madrid. He's played a lot of tennis recently. Uh, big names in here who we are very familiar with. Jensen Brooksby, Jack Draper as yeah. well. Two young guns who are super exciting. We could be looking at a, maybe a Jack Draper, Rublev, opening opening round for Rublev, second round in the, in the tournament. That'd be great. If Come he can on. get through Sonego. He got Fritz in this section against Brooksby. I mean, that's a really tough draw for, for Fritz, isn't it, straight away? I think it's a tough draw for both. This is a predominantly serve heavy surface and Taylor Fritz, six foot five of him. He Brooksby's a great returner though. It'll be interesting to see how well he returns on this surface because yeah. I've not seen him playing at Madrid previously. Yeah, well, I think I Brooksby's remember. dangerous. Yeah. Diego, maybe not so dangerous on the Madrid court. Mm. So let's wait and see. Um Grigor, I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just yeah. feel like he's so hit and miss. He's like the Madison Keys on the men's side. Um, and then Sissipas, not a bad draw at all, if I'm honest. I'm looking at this for Sissipas, and I think he's been, um, he's very fortunate. He's got a nice quarter. Most likely, we could see the boring Ben. Like, we could see a Sissipas Rublev coming out of this one. Nice. And it's very rare, I say the two top seeds advance, but it has that feeling this quarter that it's destined for a Rublev Sissipas um, meeting in the quarterfinal. Looks like it, doesn't it? I mean, the only people that I think could probably trouble them would be from Brooksby and Fritz, I think. that's mm. Out of that one, whoever comes through there, you think might be able to make a little run, but then Rublev's in great form. So I wouldn't. he's won three tournaments this year. I don't know if it's going to be easy to topple Andre Rublev right now. That's true. Let's move to the bottom. So the, the other, we're still on the same half, but this is who's going to be playing... Uh, well, the sister pass Rublev section in the semis. And we've got Felix at the top and Zverev at the bottom. I mean, well, both of these two are really out of form. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think there's quite a few players on this section who are out of form. We've got Tommy Paul. Yeah. We've got Yannick Sinner. Uh, he's having a lot of injury issues. Christian Garin, shadow of the man we saw last year. Um, yes. Avashka, not even that great, if I'm honest. Marin Chilitz lost to Baez the other day. It's not the strongest of sections. It really isn't. And um, if I had to sort of pinpoint someone from here, I think it's whoever's going to really rise to the occasion. It's hard to really pick someone. 
if if I'm honest, it may surprise you. I'm sort of drawn to Alex de Menor. It is in Spain. We know he is a resident of Spain, so he's always playing on the courts there. He was super close to beating Alcaraz in Barcelona. Had yep. a few match points. Should have got one of them and converted it. I would watch out for Alex de Menor in this section because he could cause a little surprise. And I like... Well, he's, he's in the... No offence, he's in the quarter, which is the weakest. So he will be thrilled. I think all of these guys will be very thrilled. And of course, the other one that stands out is Sebastian Corda. He's demolishing everyone right now in Estoril. And, um, well, if you can get through Riley Apelka, which is a tough first match, he could quite easily head this section as well. Well, I was going to say the the two sort of names that stand out for me were going to be the two Americans that are meeting each other in Estoril. It is Corda and TFO. They're both playing uh, in a semi-final against each other. Will it be the case of the tired legs again? TFO took out Davidovich Fakina in three long sets earlier on today. Uh, it's no easy thing against Fakina now, so that really impressed me from TFO. Will he still have the legs? I think he can take out Garin. I think he can take out Felix as well, and that's what I mean. His draw is quite nice, uh, Francis TFO. Could see him maybe... Maybe could we see Corder versus him again? <laughs> who knows? I, I, the reason I didn't mention TFO is I think he is someone who has one good one and one bad one. I don't oh, think okay. he's Mr. Consistent who does two good ones in a row. But then there's okay. a lot of people you can make the same case with. Maybe Corder sort of fits that box too. But TFO, I'm certain that he doesn't have two consecutive good events. Okay. Well, Just a weird JG theory. I'm going to throw it out there. And you've got Ramos. That's another person who's also in a semi-final this week as well. So we've got a lot of semi-finalists here. And Ramos obviously up against Sebastian Byers, and that yeah. will be in the semi-final. Are you saying but... I've been a bit harsh on this quarter? No. It is the weakest quarter. It is the it? weakest quarter for sure. But I still think there's cause for concern for other people. If they hit their stride, like someone like Corder, we still not, haven't really seen the best of him yet. If yeah. he Maybe this year could be, if he, if he wins in uh, Estoril, maybe because continues on. We've seen other players do it this year. We've seen Rafa go on long winning streak. We've seen Eager go on long winning streak. Who's to say we can't see it from uh, another young player, though, like Corder? I'd like to see Corder do well as well. Yeah, me so. too. Yeah, certainly, I agree. But I think we're going to wrap that up. Before we do, though, I do have one big question for you, Ben, and that is, are oh, you sharing now, regarding this photo here. So we can see mm. these two. Playing again for the first time since a Roland Garros semi-final last year. The question I want to pose to you, Ben, who's going to get further in this year's event? Rafael Nadal or Novak Djokovic? We've seen the draws. We've had a little look. We're going to be doing the official draw preview where we do all of our picks on the tennis league. That will be most likely Sunday. So join us for that. Um, But I'm asking you on the spot right now, Ben, who is going to be going further, Rafa or Novak? It's going to be Novak. Oh, he thinks Novak. And um, I guess it's only fair if I answer. Um, <laughs> Go on, who, who do you I, think? I wonder who it could be. I'm going to just turn the cap this side. I think <laughs> Rafael Nadal, he's had a phenomenal year this year. Don't write him off because of a little injury he's had. He's going to be back. He's going to be raring to go. This is his weakest clay court Masters event. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not um, stupid to, to to not admit that. However, 
I have still been very encouraged with his whole body of work this year. I can't say the same about Novak. And in that case, I am going to be going Rafael Nadal to be able to progress further than Novak Djokovic. Okay. Well, uh, my reason for my picking, I think Novak's got a big serve if he really wants to use it. And his section is slightly easier, I think, than Rafa's. If Rafa meets Ketsmanovic and all the other people that we think he could meet, if... But that's it. Yeah, it's all a big if. But they're Djokovic... all going to pull out and just let, let Rafa go all the way. Just say, oh, you know what? We feel sorry for you. You take this and Maybe. you equal uh, Djokovic's record of uh, 37 Masters titles. What do we gonna... last time? <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to wrap this one up. Thanks, everyone who's joined us. This is our instant-ish uh, draw reaction for the Madrid Open. Make sure, if you haven't already, download Tennis Clash. It really helps uh, support the channel. And you have a great incentive to win some extra money and trips to Paris. Uh, we're going to end this one here. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you tomorrow for more Madrid Open coverage on the women's side. And we'll be doing a men's draw preview Sunday night. So see you guys then. Thanks for watching. Uh, love you and leave you. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.